It's time for a brand new episode of Delivering Marketing Joy. This time I talk with Mandy Rudd from Brand Energy Marketing about giving back and big slick. Hey there, and welcome to a brand new edition of Delivering Marketing Joy. I'm your host, Kirby Hossman, and joining me today is a good friend of mine. I was actually looking around, surprised she'd not been on the show before. She is the owner of Brand Energy Marketing and also one-man band, Chief Bottle Washer. I think she's got a couple other titles on her business card, but Mandy Rudd, thanks so much for joining me. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. Appreciate Absolutely. the invite. Oh, for sure, for sure. So, one of the things I know about you, Mandy, is you're involved in an event called Big Slick in Kansas City. So I just wanted to kind of start there, if that's okay. Can you talk a little bit about that event uh, and what it's about and how you got involved? Yeah, absolutely. I appreciate you bringing that up. Any opportunity to talk about uh, this event is really exciting. It's, uh, it's called the Big Slick uh, Weekend. It takes place every summer. And really, it's how it started is not at all what it, it has turned into. And <laughs> You know, I mean, just talking about it, we get chills talking about it and the fact that we get to be involved in it. Basically, uh, our five guys, our, our hosts, our hometown boys done good kind of thing, uh, they, they all grew up in the, in the area around Kansas City where we are and have gone off to, into the acting world. And they come back every summer to host a weekend event. They bring their celebrity friends and we do an amazing amount of fundraising for a local nonprofit pediatric hospital. Um, and the guys, uh, we just call them our guys, um, our families are involved in it. And so that's sort of what, what makes it unique. Yeah. yeah, that's really cool. So, so talk to me. So first of all, for those who don't know, who are the celebrities or the guys? And, yeah. and how is it that you kind of got involved? Well, uh, it started actually in 2009. Uh, Rob Riggle had uh, done, he had attended an event or some sort of fundraising thing for Children's Mercy Hospital here in Kansas City. Mm -hmm. And Anybody who, whether you have kids, you know someone who's had has kids and they've been affected in a positive way by the hospital. And his thought was, I really, we need, this is a diamond in the rough. We got to do something. So he reached out to my brother, Paul, and said, hey, let's do this thing. I don't know. Let's do a poker tournament for Children's Mercy. Are you in? Paul said, yeah, absolutely. And he said, okay, hey, why don't you call Sudeikis, Jason Sudeikis. So they called Jason, also from here, and said, okay, yeah, let's do it. So from that series of phone calls to nine weeks later was the first big slick celebrity weekend event and how it was was rob's sister is a lawyer and his brother-in-law uh is uh, in the hospitality industry so he called them and said hey we're going to do this thing can you help us with that and paul called our mom who in the time was in marketing and advertising and said hey can you help us promote it and Jason called his mom, who is one of the best travel agents in town, and said, hey, can you help us get, you know, hotel and get, you know, or get, fly us all in, like our friends. That's how the first event started. And here we are. Many years later, they, we added um, also area guys, Kansas City guys, uh, David Keckner and um, Eric Stone Street mm -hmm. to the mix. And now we have our five hosts. And... Eric's sister is very much involved, as is David uh, Keckner's sister. Uh, she's also in our promotional promotional uh, family here, yeah. and um, and my mom and I. And it's now we just did our tenth year last year, raising to date over ten and a half million dollars. Wow! And it's uh, it's crazy how we got here. 
That's, that's so cool. So cool. And, and kudos uh, to everybody involved on that. I think, you know, it's so good in, in any time to hear about folks getting together to do some good in the world. So as, as you kind of alluded to, this event has become pretty big. It's become kind of huge. So I'm curious, what are some of the lessons you've learned working on an event of sort of that magnitude? The first one is um, your pregame has to be really strong. I, I highly encourage vitamin infusions, B12 shots, and a lot of water. because <laughs> We don't sleep, we get zero nutrition, and we may be having a few drinks throughout the yeah. weekend. Um, it really is a Herculean effort. And, you know, I talk about the, our five families. We joke, it's like the Sopranos, you got the five families. Uh, so, you know, our five families sort of put together this incredible uh, committee of friends who are family. They've become family. So we've got some of Rob's fraternity brothers, some of Paul's fraternity brothers, uh, you know, some of our good friends, you know, our good mutual friend Dave Schultz does all our social media. Um, so it really is this huge family affair. And um, it's, it's, a, it's a lesson in patience. It's a lesson in collaboration. It's a lesson in just passion. I mean, you know, we do, a, it's, a, it's a weekend event and it's, it's very much like summer camp. You know, we've got our alumni. And so to tell a little bit about the event, we, our, our guests come in, our guys invite people whom they've worked with. So some of their celebrity friends come in. Friday morning, we kick the whole weekend off at the hospital with a press conference. And then we get to visit with the children and the families at the hospital. That's gotta be awesome. That is by far, hands down, no questions asked, no dispute, no gray area. That is the best part of the whole weekend for everyone. You know, just to see these families going through what could potentially be the most horrific experience they've ever gone through. And for them, you know, to take one brief moment of their pain away and replace mm -hmm. it with a joyful smile and just to allow them to escape their reality for the moment, that's why we do it. Mm, cool. You know, that's, that's the best part of it. Um, but like I said, it's like summer camp. There are, are antics throughout the weekend. We play a celebrity softball game at uh, Kauffman Stadium where the Kansas City Royals play on Friday uh, evening. And then Saturday we do a bowling and bocce tournament. And then Saturday night it's a, a party with music and auction and, uh, you know, comedians. And it's just, it's a variety show and it's, uh, it's a lot of fun and, very late nights. So I bet, I bet. Yeah. I love the, I love the pregame's got to be strong. That's, that's a great advice for that and like Vegas, right? It's kind of like, like Expo. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> kind of the no. same pregame. I love it. I love it. Okay. So final question for you. So many people in the industry know you as a person that's sort of passionate about giving back and making a difference. So why are you so passionate about that? Cause you kind of alluded to it in the last question. I grew up in a household like that. And thank you that I'm flattered that that's the perception that maybe you're putting out there. <laughs> I uh, no, I do. I appreciate that. I mean, obviously if you have the ability to make a difference in someone's life or their day or anything, that's just our, our, our moral responsibility. I think to do that as humans, just to be kind and, and help where you can, you know, I grew up in a family where if one of us needed something and the other one had it, then we all had it. And right. if we did, if one of, if we didn't have it, then none of us had it. And so that just sort of worked its way into my passion for animal advocacy, you know, rescuing shelter pets or anything from keeping granola bars in my car. So if I see someone <laughs> on a corner that I don't have enough cash in my wallet to make a difference, but I can't let someone go hungry. So I've been known to buy food or just to have, you know, granola bars or something. And to the point now where my son 
uh, even does that. He'll, yeah. he'll, he'll be like, mom, stop, I've got the granola bar. Um, nice. But I like that within our industry, specifically how we get to use promo for good, yeah. how, you know, how it relates back to Big Slick. We do a limited edition uh, t-shirt that uh, people can buy. It's a collector's item. It raises money for the philanthropy. Uh, and so being able to use promotional products for good, I think is another amazing um, opportunity that we have to continue the good. So that's cool. But That's I think, cool. you know, if for being able to donate or volunteer, um, when you give back, it just helps you feel connected to a universal good. And we all have that ability, whether it's just to give someone a smile and change their day, or just a hello, how are you? Open the door for someone, buy a meal, donate, volunteer, whatever that looks like. We all have the ability to make a positive change in some way. And like I said, I feel like it's just our moral obligation to do so. So. Well, and I love that, you know, I think sometimes you got to look for that and kind of remind yourself of it. And I think one of the things that you just talked about is modeling that behavior for the next generation. And so I love that you're doing that for your son as well. So Thank kudos, you. kudos. So you have answered my three questions. Um, I give everybody a chance to ask me one. Do you have one for me? I do. Okay. Everyone talks to you about content, yeah. which I'm totally not going to because I'm cool. You know, I know everybody does. Um, the other one is beer. <laughs> All right. So I know that you are a, a, a beer connoisseur and a beer producer, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So going back to the brewing and having a physical location to brew your mm -hmm. beer, do you miss doing that or not doing that and not knowing what the current environment is like? How would you feel still being in that position? Yeah, no, that's a great question. So, you know, it's funny. Um, it, uh, for a long time, number one, uh, the reason that I wanted to brew beer was because I like to drink beer. And that one of the things I think you realize when you start brewing beer, that's actually not, I mean, until you get into real mass quantities, it's not a really efficient way. Like it's much <laughs> more efficient to just go buy it, right? Um, and I, what was cool for me is that I was not that guy and I had to develop to be that guy in order to start the business. And so there are definitely days where it's like, I really do miss kind of going to the workshop and kind of spending the time and creating something. And I was really proud to um, kind of develop that skill. And I was doing it kind of on my own. There wasn't like a, like a workbook per se that I was following, I sort of made it up. And Again, I was the guy who, when there was a technical issue, I usually would call one of my buddies who was the fix-it guy. Well, I had to become the fix-it guy because we didn't have another one to do that. And so there are days when I miss it. And then there are days where I'm like, you know, I think, you know, my true skill set is much more in the lane over here. And um, so, yeah, some days I miss it, but most days I think I'm sitting where I'm supposed to sit. Right. Fair? You're better off the uh, marketing, producing, and consuming sometimes all at the same time exactly sometimes yeah. the marketing and the creative is better when you've been consuming right yeah just but there's a there's a there's a turn yes and that's, that's the lean <laughs> yeah that's right well cool yeah well hey Mandy I really appreciate you taking the time and uh, we'll have to do it again sometime okay thank you I appreciate it yes. all right Thanks. well that's you bet that's gonna wrap up this edition of delivering marketing joy we'll see you next time <gasps>